The neighbors out here still acting up Chopper's Corner with these Christmas decorations, child. Every time the sun go down and it's time to flip a motherfucking switch in these motherfucking houses, Lord. It, it, either another display has been changed, had things added to, never has anything been taken away from none of these displays, child. It's overkill. I swear, I've never seen a year in any time that I've lived in New York City in the holidays, especially during Christmas time. That there was damn near a wreath on every door. Everybody on this motherfucking block, uh, you know, observes Christmas, bitch. It ain't one Kwanzaa motherfucker on here. It is Hanukkah, which is where's menorahs in the window. I don't see none of that shit. So now why they want to keep on carrying on with all this foolishness? Then I see motherfuckers trying to outdo niggas. The wreath people trying to outdo the other people with the wreath with new wreaths that do all kind of shit. Bitch, I done seen wreaths with lights on it and wreaths with motherfucking bells dangling and shit. All I know is this the first Christmas I ever felt like, especially with the first Christmas having a child, this the first Christmas I swear I feel like the motherfucking Grinch, bitch. I might want to just, I, the bitch, I might be the, I might be the bitch that's going to steal Christmas, ho. Bitch, I might just, 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 you're a mean one. Yes, Mrs. Grinch. Bitch about to be the fuck out here. Because I can't even tell if you niggas is, is, is just doing it because you got Christmas spirit. Y'all just being spiteful there. Why does it bother you? It don't bother me at all. Except for there's a spirit of competition in the air. And the only time I could think about this is when this was happening in, I think, Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> and in with the Who's in Whoville, bitch. And uh, I know one thing. I know who put an end to that. And that was the motherfucking Grinch, nigga. He ain't had time for none of that cheery ho-ho shit. At least they was doing it because they had Christmas spirit. I don't know what is possessing my neighbors this year. I know one thing come January 1st, when you when you when you come off that Sagittarian Capricornian high <laughs> and everybody's running for motherfucking W two and shit, ten ninety eight and ten ninety eight T you know, motherfucking tax reform. I wanna see. Especially these motherfucking neighbors have been doing this shit since October. I mean, what what was that about? Y'all hit us since October. Like what the fuck was that about? Y'all just want to let us know, like, you just, y'all just got light money over there, bitch. Like, y'all just not afraid of Con Edison, bro. Like, y'all just gonna, mm, y'all just turn it up. Like, we're doing this all night from, like, two weeks before Halloween. Like, nah, nigga, y'all just might be pagan as fuck. Nigga, how the fuck you gonna celebrate Christmas, Halloween, and Thanksgiving all within 30 days of, of one another? Nigga, something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you. Well, you got kids in the house. They're not confused. They're at school talking about those Halloween. Yes, but we already put up our Christmas tree. And, whoa, hmm, interesting. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But about to be the bitch that's still Christmas. I don't necessarily have a motherfucking plan. Ho. I just feel like, I don't know, it's enough to just like, well, so having their motherfucking decorations is just lit outside. They're asleep in the house. It's cold. These motherfuckers is not coming out nowhere near as much as the summertime. Unplug these shits and just pull what you can from the outside. Shit. Anything that's up high in the balconies, like them candy canes, they can stay up there, bro. Unless I get, like, one of those hook things. Like, you know when you're in the store and you want something, you're like, oh, I, I want that up there. I need that product up there. And then here comes the worker in the store with that uh, long hook thing. And they, 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 they can squeeze it at the bottom. looks like a trigger. But up top, the shit is like a claw. And it opens up and it's like, uh oh, oh, And grabs what it needs. And you're like, oh, my God, thank you. You're my hero. Ah, oh, like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let's have something like that. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not going to break my neck. Trying to steal Christmas. I mean, bitch, this is really a fantasy. <laughs> Who's trying to one catch a charge during the holidays? <laughs> this is a fantasy in my mind. It's like if you was watching a show 
And like I'm looking out the window and I see this shit and then I just a quick like cutaway segment and here I am dressed as a Grinch just running through snatching shit. And right when the police is about to pull up, you're like, oh no, a chapel ruined her Christmas. As I snap out of it and I'm just still looking out the window like, yeah, bad idea, bad idea, Chapo, bad idea. Let me fucking live in my fantasy, bitch. I ain't got time for none of that shit. They come out here talking. Nah, nigga, I got, I got a whole bullhorn over here. Shut the fuck up. I'm taking your lights. <laughs> I'm going to end all this shit. I bet not, not nary a light shine on this motherfucking light. <laughs> on this block. Not nary a light shine on this block tonight, nigga. Everywhere. <laughs> Y'all don't ruin Christmas for the block. Fuck out of here, all this foolishness. It's supposed to be about uh, being thankful. Even past Thanksgiving is supposed to be about being thankful for what you got. It ain't never been about showing up and showing the fuck out. I remember back in the days in Long Island, there used to be one house. I lived there 15 years of my life. Uh, wonderful years. Mm. It be one block on the house. It was two families, two brothers that managed to secure two properties next to one another. It might not even be two brothers so much as it was two neighbors who just had shared a brain. And figured that they had the means and resources and loved Christmas so much that every year, I mean, they literally, for this community, would run the lights at night for several hours from, from sun, as soon as the sun went down until uh, maybe about 11 or 10. They didn't want too much people standing out there because they did it mostly uh, on school nights and it was their house. But the whole community would come out and and watch. People would come from Queens and everything. They just would know about these two houses and it was almost I mean, half a block of Christmas lights, like a whole black, the whole display was so beautiful and also uh, caroling. Very, very nice and did that for the community. And nobody else, first of all, I don't know that anybody else on the go, bitch, if you even tried, I don't know that you could even, they shitted on everybody, first of all. But nobody tried out doing things, just, just let them do it for the community. No, nigga, this is, it, it turned out that some people just putting something on their door, just some, a reef for their kids. Feel festive. And then some of y'all just got to not just be coming all out. Now, listen. If this what the fuck you do every year in your community, bitch, they already know you that annoying-ass motherfucking neighbor that do this shit. They already used to you. Hell, they probably just used to you. I ain't even annoying anymore. This is what you do. But, bitch, if you wasn't carrying on like that, these motherfucking October people that set up their shit, they actually, they've been doing that. That actually came on here last year. Ran about, I, I, I finally got tired like this. So this is, this is, so this is going to be an every year thing. You know, the first year they was here, I thought maybe that was just like, you know, you know, we we get excited. We move into new places. We get excited. You know, the holidays are coming. We get excited. <laughs> Sometimes it's not enough to celebrate them one at a time. We just want to put them all together. But bitch, it's been like three years now, y'all. So 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 this is what we're doing now. Hmm. Maybe I'd be the bitch that steal your Christmas from early October, bitch. I ain't got time for none of that. I don't want to see a skeleton in your window and also Christmas tree lights. I think you're confused. Let it go, Chapel. Let it go. Digress. Leave it alone. Oh, there was other things I wanted to talk about, too. Let me see. Oh, Lord. Jesse Smollett. Oh, gosh. That'd be fun. I might even, you know what? I'm going to take a breather. I had to take a reader before I talk about this because between Jesse and my neighbors, you know, I'm there trying to give me an aneurysm or something before the holiday. I cannot even do it. Um, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, let me go now. I'm remembering this very faintly, but I do remember that her mother was crying. And even though her mother had been, or her um, adoptive mother, her, her still mother, was being very cruel and malicious to her. All those years, she still had some kind of a Stockholm love for her, like a Stockholm syndrome. So she's very much like, Mommy, what's wrong? Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Which Joan Crawford would say, Oh, um, 
Christina, my finances are in shambles. All of a sudden, you know, Warner Brother, whoever, uh, Time Warner, whoever, whoever is trying to, Time Warner, whoever is trying to pay her to the contracts in the industry pretty much is messed it up and she's not going to have all her money the way she needs to, which means she has to cut back. And Christina's like, well, that's okay. You know, uh, I'm, I'll be here and help you while I'm here and I'll just go back to school whenever I'm here. I'll help you out. And she's like, well, that's the other thing. I won't be able to pay for you to go to school anymore, sweetheart. You know, that's going to be something that we're going to have to sacrifice as well. And Christina, again, Stockholm and seeing her mother in tears. I mean, like real tears in her opinion from what she could perceive with her own eyes because perception is everything. And sometimes, like I said, what people want you to perceive, that's why you got to watch out for liars. Because in that situation, Joan Crawford was lying to her daughter, you know, through with, with, with that uh, skill and that gift that made her millions of dollars over the years, which was the gift of knowing how to act as if and be as if and seem as if the fuck you talking about bro i would never i give a fuck how much you love me or whatever you act if you want to cry on cue to save your ass like what you cheating nigga you will and so what happens is christina ended up going uh back to school to finish out the last of her stuff but she didn't finish out all the way because she ended up coming back early joan pulled out early and it wasn't until one day she came back home and she was happy to be home. Happy to be home. Happy to be helping with the sacrifice. Happy to think that her and her mother had made a bond and they was doing this thing, the sacrifice to get the money together. You know, she was happy to be home. Skipping through that large-ass mansion, she going to see one of her many uncles <clears throat> that her mother had, boyfriend and um, gentleman collars and all that. And she said, and he said, oh, Christina, hi. And she was like, hey, uncle, whoever his name is, how you doing? And he was like, ah, what are you doing here? I would have thought you would have been at school. I was expecting you to be at boarding school or whatever. And she was like, oh, no, um, didn't you hear? I had come back from boarding school early and and, and came out of it. Pretty, pretty much pulled out of it. I don't go there no more because mom's having um, money problems. And that's one of the things that we had to cut back on as a family. So we can sacrifice and do what we need to do so we get back on our feet or whatever it was. until so she get back with her movie deals and then we're going to be okay again. And I'll go back. He looked at her like double, triple taking. He was like, what? And he was confused because, but at the same time, he didn't understand he was, what he was doing. But he was like, your mother broke? No money? Impossible. He was like, uh, your mother just signed this contract, this deal. She got all these movies coming up. Uh, for her to not be able to survive or, or, or not survive, but take care of the things she's telling you she can't take care of, especially simply as your boarding school. He's like, that don't make no sense at all. And that's when she realized or started to wake up and realize her mother wasn't shit. And I think we all know by the time at the end of that movie. And uh, the end of just the life of her dealing with her mother. This is how we got Mommy Dearest as far as a book first of her talking her honest to God's truth. And then she goes, Joan Carver didn't give a damn about them kids. She didn't even help them in death. Didn't even help them in death. She she passed away and she gave all that money with charity. She was a weird, strange woman. Okay. But my point at the end of the day is um, this whole thing about acting and how you could just act as if. So cops and when you talk about actors i don't trust that shit here go motherfucking bum ass jesse said on the stand confident as fuck <laughs> that i done sat in this mirror a thousand times don't tell me that before you go on the stand and if you got an attorney they don't sit your ass down and try to coach you what you gonna say bitch even if you want a civil lawsuit even if they wanted to take a statement of you from the lawyer's office and not ask have you go into the court and make a personal statement which i've had to do in the past i've sued people rightfully sued in one but even if you have to do that, you know, uh, your your attorney still before that is going to ask you to come in a day before that just to, just so you could talk. They don't tell you what to say, but they're going to tell you what they're going to be looking for on the other side so that we don't give them too much to say. Okay? So between you being an actor, bitch, and you having uh, paid attorneys that's ready and your motherfucking 
Oh my God, a family that just swarms around you just get on my, can I stand this moment? I just be like, why don't y'all just go sit down? Can't y'all just walk in individually on y'all own separately coming out one coming out of this, out of this car, another two out of this car. We all got to, we all got to rally around and run the nigga. I said it all the time. Nobody going to touch him and going to touch his ass. Nobody want to touch Jesse from the beginning with nobody thinking about Justin. Who was thinking about touching Jesse but Jesse? Didn't nobody touch him that night? The only person who was thinking about touching Jesse was Jesse, and then dad, dad didn't even go right. Nigga, you couldn't even touch yourself right. Couldn't get the Olsen Dyer brothers to touch your ass right. I'm glad it didn't go right. And then there was something that the testimony that said that the Olsen Dyer brothers saying that initially it was had supposed to been gasoline, but they had said no, not to use the gasoline. It was done. That said, mm-mm, gasoline too dangerous. You know, God forbid something should go wrong. <laughs> everything went wrong. Okay, God, God forbid everything should go. Something should go wrong. Let's do the Clorox. And I'm like. Was this nigga going to line y'all up to make y'all just look like he was attacked and then later on, even though y'all was on with it, going to throw y'all under the bus anyway? Was y'all was just destined to be thrown under the bus anyway, whether he won or he lost or shit? Because eventually, you see, the cameras was turned around that night. He didn't catch the footage. But if a nigga caught the footage and the cops did an investigation, and even if he claimed it couldn't have been the Osandera brothers because the person that attacked me was white as ever, wearing a mega hat, <laughs> and also... um. It was too white to the point that it it, it couldn't be the Osandara brothers because they're dark as sin, bro. Let me tell you something. I can't even I can't even get to tell you with this psycho man. Some people are sociopaths and he's one of them. He's a sociopath. I don't want nothing to do with him. So when he's talking, you know, some of y'all don't bite into the spell. What light skin and curly head? That's it all the time. Light skin and curly head. See Run. You know, I was talking about just so much with light skin and curly hair. How my son came out light skin with motherfucking curly hair? Ooh, no. But I'm not gonna raise a Jesse. See, y'all don't got to worry, Chopper's car and No, 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 sir, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. Okay. But what I'm basically saying here is uh, enough with him and his shenanigans. You got to know. You know, if you know somebody been lying to you, you know how lies are. I just told you, perception is everything. What do I want you to see? Once somebody's lying to you, they're trying to paint you a vision. They're trying to paint you a reality. Now, sometimes somebody talks to you on the phone and you're trying to get more description. You're like, tell me, tell me, because I'm trying to paint a picture in my head. At least when you're asking for more, you're asking Cause you want to paint the picture. What about people that go around trying to picture, paint a picture of you in their mind? Bitch, I don't want to hear that shit. Lies, all of it, Jesse. And even if it wasn't, you can't blame people because now you're the boy that I had a whole episode talk called Jesse Smollett, the boy that cried wolf. No, bitch, I'm not buying it. So yeah, when it comes to Jesse, like I said, with most people, once a liar, always a liar. He already proved himself to be a drastic liar. That ass, nobody. Jesse, help, help. I was attacked. Somebody put a snooze over my neck. I was going to subway. Help, man. Nobody, nigga. You got yourself here. And they got the nerve to have your family surrounding you and everybody looking like, bro. They, we was, all they tried to do, Chicago Police Department is hit, tried to help your black ass figure out who the fuck did it to you. Bitch, you a lying ass bitch. Don't get no more, it don't get no more uh, snake in the grass than that, nigga. That's a, that's a devil. Uh, Jesse Smollett is a devil. The same person who they say uh, was caught years ago driving and doing something or driving out license or something. I couldn't tell you. Don't quote me. But when they asked who the hell he was, he gave his brother's name and went in the system under his brother's name until they figured figured it out because they're gonna figure out who you are, fingerprints or not that you're not that he was not his brother. Okay, so he had uh got new charges like uh I don't know, false and impersonation or some bullshit and all this other stuff. It's on, this is who he is. Jesse Smollett, the spoiled brat, the little bitch that cried wolf, white devil.
<clears throat> White devil stinking the grass, piece of shit nigga. No, he can't even a nigga no more. Wigga, wigga, wigga. Yeah, Tabitha, that's all I got for now. But I think I'm going to be back on later. If not, um, it's early as Monday sometime this week. I love you all, and I will see you all here on Chop's Corner. Bye.